Welcome to the Confident Speaker Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly D. Parker, speaker, consultant, and self-proclaimed introvert who stumbled upon the cheat code to captivate audiences and command any room. Each week on this show, I'll share tips and tools to inspire you to communicate with power, charisma, and awaken your most confident self. Let's get started. Hey there, thanks for joining me for another episode of the Confident Speaker Podcast. Today, we are picking up with part two of my conversation with Tierra Haynes, aka Mommy on the Move. If you didn't get a chance to listen into episode six for part one of our conversation, hit pause, go back and listen to episode six, and then come back and join us here. Today, we're going to pick up right where we left off last time, where Tierra was sharing about an experience where she took an out-of-state speaking engagement and some of the anxiety she felt about leaving her family behind. Tierra will also share about the importance of finding self-worth even outside of our family roles of wife and mom. She'll also share about the power of telling her story and understanding that it's necessary to share your journey to move others forward. Here's part two of my conversation with mommy on the move. <laughs> it took everything in me not to cry when I was on stage. Cause of course it came up. I don't even remember what they asked me, but I was like, my son's in Virginia. I'm like, <laughs> I'm stressed out. <laughs> but it's that process of letting go and really just staying connected to the fact that these are not even really my children. These are God's children. He gave them to me to borrow. Um, and I need to treat them as such. And he cares for them more, so much more than I could ever care for them. And so really changing my prayers and God giving me the discernment to know who to bring around my family that could help us, you know, get through certain times. Um, because we were always really dependent on our family. And now that we don't have family close by now, what? So the whole world stops because your mom can't watch the kids. Like, what are you going to do? And, um, so that was just doing it, just, just having, just doing it. And then honestly, just having that support close by, like my whole family is super supportive. Our friends are supportive. I do have a, I have an amazing support system. Um, but so that, and then also just really staying connected to my purpose. Like I see this, I'm battling the world's view of, you know, it's social media. It's just social media is stupid. You know, all of those things. Right. But I know for a fact that real connections are made through this media, through social media, through podcasting, through, you know, these gifts that God has given me, there's real connections there. And I am being challenged to use them, to use my gifts. And who am I to say, well, I don't feel like it today. Excuse me, what? What? What do you Mm. mean? What are you here for? You know, so Mm. just, Really connecting it to something bigger than myself, honestly, is the biggest force that keeps me going because there's a lot of days that I just don't want to. I just, I don't have anything to say. Um, I just don't want to. I don't feel like engaging today. I, you know, I want to go into a bubble. And I think it's important for people to stay connected and, and you know, take rest and be okay with taking a rest um, and whatever that looks like for you. So, you know, so that you can recharge because my favorite thing to say is we cannot fill for, you know, from, we're not poor, we can't pour from an empty cup. Mm-hmm. We have to be filling ourselves. And so that's another thing too, is like staying connected to 
what fills me up so that I have overflow to give back to other people. Um, I had to be diligent about that because as a mom and a wife, I was horrible about filling myself up. Um, and you know, like if, if little Dre had a basketball game, come hell or high with you couldn't tell me that I couldn't be at his basketball game. What do you mean? Of course I'm going to go to, you know what I mean? Like right. nothing stopped me from supporting them. So why am I not giving myself that same effort? Mm. That was a really long way to say that. I'm no, so <laughs> that was, that was so good. And what I was thinking about, you know, as you were talking is, and what you're saying, you're just challenging the idea that social media is just about posting pretty pictures and it's just about, come look at me but what you said was it can be used as a medium for you to leverage your gifts in a much bigger way and i think that's a challenge for all of us just to ask ourselves like am i using all the tools at my disposal to use my gifts at their maximum potential and that looks different for everybody, but I think that's a, a such a valid point. So you mentioned your speaking engagement. So is that something that you actively seek out or do people come to you based on your content or what? So I've been very blessed so far to be sought out. Um, and I'd say that I feel like that sounded really weird, but in the most humble way, like I yeah. am. I'm so overwhelmed. Like I literally cry every time anybody, <laughs> anybody asks me to do anything. I'm still in awe. Like every single time I love to talk in case you can't tell. Um, but so it's funny cause I, I did get my degree in communications. I had no idea what I wanted to do with that. I loved event planning. I still love event planning. I love planning the kids parties and you know, stuff like that. Um, I did not get the, I didn't even know the bug was there until I was invited to speak at that first event. And I'll tell you, I was like, it was, I just loved, I'm a, I'm a performer. I used to dance like hip hop dance, not, not a dancer for money. You know, I, I feel like I needed to, <laughs> I don't know if you'll be using the video, but I'm doing a, I'm doing a solid body roll. Body right roll. Who can't see me. <laughs> the nonsense. Um, you know, I just, I just have always had that performance bug in my body, like love to be up on stage. I, you know, I was in the band, I played saxophone, you know, played the saxophone, um, all of these things. And so speaking is now, you know, like, but so it's really the same gift. It just transitions and it looks different as I, as I age. And as I, you know, as I come into different other gifts, you know, then it's still, it just looks different. But um, once I got up on that stage, I never wanted to come back down. And so now I'm like kind of transitioning and want to add that to my brand so that I can do that more because I am getting to the point where self-worth is a really weird thing. And this is about to like turn into a whole, like I am gonna fix my life situation, but come on. Come on. I, so I put so much of my self-worth into again, being a wife and being a mom and feeling like I didn't have a story to tell because I was just somebody's wife and just somebody's mom, right? But what I was missing was there's so many other women who feel that same way. And that's the story. That's it. That's the story. And so I would do this thing where if somebody asked me, especially as a stay-at-home mom, well, what do you do? Oh, I'm just a mom. I, you know, I just stay at home. Um, but I have a degree and 
you know, or, but look at Dre, he's this really cool basketball coach. You know, like that was my, my comfort zone was to hide behind Dre and the kids. And it's, this is forcing me to tell my story. Like, yes, a part of my story is through the lens of motherhood and marriage, but it's not all of who I am. And so it's really forcing me to tap into me, myself as a whole person. And I really feel drawn to helping other women do that. And that looks different for everybody. And it's, it's at a different age for everybody. But I think as women, we're just so giving and we're, we're so committed to taking, we're, we're natural caretakers. And, but when it comes to taking care of ourselves, we're always the last on the list mm-hmm. and whatever that looks like. Right. And so um, I do think I am starting to believe that there is um, weight to my story, to my journey and sharing that with other people and helping them get, you know, walk their own journey. So again, a really long way of saying, yes, I aspire to do more speaking engagements. I should probably take another class in learning how to like tell my story in short, (laughs) shorter, (laughs) shorter blocks, but here we are. (laughs) Here we are. No, no. I love that so much. Um, So would you say, so you were saying, you know, people have approached you about speaking. Would you say that they were attracted to the content that you share and that caused them to approach you? I think so. I honestly, I'm still always, again, I'm still always in awe. Like, how did you find me? Like, you know what? And the funny thing is when I first started Mommy on the Move, I, was fr- I wasn't really saying anything. Mm-hmm. So out of fear. So Dre's a basketball coach. And I was like, well, what if I say something that, you know, somebody doesn't like that, you know, is it a fan of the team or one of his bosses or what if their wives listen and that, you know, whatever. And then, you know, I'm a believer. I'm, I, I'm, I'm a Christian woman and, but I curse a little and I enjoy glasses of wine and that mm-hmm. don't really always sit well with everybody. And so And I was really like tiptoeing and walking on eggshells and speaking through this really filtered lens, which is not who I am at all. Very unfiltered. And again, it took a really close friend of mine to be like, that's cute, but no, because you're not, you're not saying anything. And I was like, what do you mean? I just, I just talked for 30 minutes. What do you mean? Didn't say anything. And she's like, you did. And that was cute, but you didn't say nothing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I really just had to get to the point where, again, just that self journey of really just being okay with who I am and being okay with whoever is okay with me and really being okay with who's not okay with me. Like finding that space of just being like, this is me. I'm not going to be for everybody. And I have to find a way to be okay with that. But if you're here, I want you to be here because of who I really am and not who I'm pretending to be, because where are we going to go from? Like, I can't sustain that. Um, And not that I was ever pretending, but I was, I was, I had a cap on, on what I was really, what I really wanted to say. Um, And so I just kind of let that go. And I I really feel like people do connect to that. Um, The first thing, again, not in a braggy way, sounds really weird. And I need to find another way to explain this because I've just, it sounds weird. But the first thing that people say when they see my page or when they meet me or they hear me speak is that they feel like I'm genuine. Mm -hmm. And I hold that in really high regard, especially on, on social media, because there's a lot of people faking the funk on social social media. And for, so for people to feel like they really know me um, or a piece of me, makes me feel good because I feel like I'm doing my job 
the way that I'm supposed to and I'm doing it authentically and nothing feels better than doing something authentically and people still connecting with that. So yes. I think that that's where, where it comes from. And that's what I would like to be able to give back to people is just that genuine conversation. I, when I talk to people, I want it to always, whether it's in a caption or a podcast episode or just a picture with no caption, I want it to feel like we just two girlfriends sitting out on the, sitting out on the, you know, on the patio and, you know, just shooting the breeze. Like that's what I, that's how I want everything to feel like just really comfortable and easy and just like, like it meshes, if that makes sense. And so that's, that's just, that's the goal. Yeah. So you do share with such genuineness. I don't know if that's the word genuineness or no. trans. <laughs> it's my word genuineness, transparency, you know, and it's, it's reads very authentic. Do you have certain areas of your life that are off limits for you to share or, you know, how do you draw that line? I would say I have a way of sharing, but not giving so much that I, that I don't have anything left for myself. And so I will say my marriage is one space that I really did not plan to go. Not for any other reason other than Dre's really not comfortable in front of, which you can't tell once he gets there, he's totally fine. But he could live without social. He could, he could delete Instagram today. He could give two craps about social media, right? And I like every time I celebrate like more followers, he's like, it's, it's followers. Like, seriously, he doesn't, he does not care. But again, super supportive. We'll do whatever. And he does celebrate it, but he doesn't understand. Like, it just doesn't compute for him. But, um, so I can say, you know, so when it comes to my marriage, I'll say he got on my nerves yesterday. I'm not going to tell y'all what happened, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Um, and, th- and I think it's just, I think it's just, honestly, again, just being led by what you're, what you're led to share, because, you know, if there's, if there's a space for it, I, I had to get to a point where nothing in my life, and that came through a lot of prayer and like, self work, honestly, to get to the point where there isn't anything in my life that somebody could bring up and I'm going to shy away or be ashamed anymore. And I used to be very ashamed of different like pockets of my life. And so I would like, you know, would never want to talk about that or whatever. Um, I don't have that anymore. So if somebody was to say, oh, now you want to act all holier than now, but you used to do, you know, and I'm going to be like, yeah, I did. But when you know better, you do, you know what I mean? Like I can handle that. And so there aren't a lot of spaces that I feel like I wouldn't go, but I, but I do feel like I'm only going to share what's necessary to get the lesson across. And, you know, sometimes that's a deeper conversation and sometimes it's, it's, it's surface. Um, I think it, it just depends. And, and there's a lot of people that are really great at keeping their private lives very private and very separate. I just think, feel like my personal calling and my personal mission is to be really open and honest and transparent about things that I've gone through because I just feel like there isn't enough of that. Um, and I want to be that for the people that don't have that around them. Yeah, I love that because I know so many people that are like, you know, I want to talk about this and that that happened to me, but it involves another person. And so I don't know how they would feel. So I'm just not going to talk about it at all. But in what you're saying is really there's oftentimes a way to talk about it where you can still honor your viewpoint and also honor that person. Maybe you're not saying everything, but there's a way. Yeah. Yeah. And I think 
you know, like you said, it's through your, so when I do things, um, and, and if I do share, like I've shared things about little Dre, he's getting older. So I ask his permission first. Is it okay if I talk about, you know, like he was called the N word in school and I did a, a lot of, you know, things about that. I did an episode about it and, you know, blah, 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 whatever. And I made sure he was okay with that before I shared that because I do have to respect the boundaries that other people have. Like this is my platform and I'm comfortable with that, but everybody isn't comfortable talking about everything with everybody. Like I know that. And, and, and that's, a, I mean, I don't want to call it a gift, but it's, it's personal, like, you know, feeling led to share everything versus not doing it um, is, is very personal. So you do have to kind of find that line of what works for you and, and who is involved, but try to tell that story through the lens of as the mother of a child who, you know, like I would just have to change the perspective, but I definitely think there's a way to tell your story from your point of view. And I'll even say that sometimes like this is, there's three sides to the truth. You know, this is mine. So I, I think it's, it's important to do that, but it's also just really important to stay connected to what you're supposed to share. And that's, it's different for everybody. And it is really hard to be really transparent on social media because I'm always like, what if I say this? Like, what are you going to do if somebody say something crazy back to you? Like, what? then what? You know, like I posted a cut of, I'm, of a lot now, but of, of, you know, Black Lives Matter things. And I'm like, well, what if somebody comes on and says all that? <laughs> like, what? then what? What do, yeah. what do you, you know, like just sparing my mind for, the opposition but I will say I've been really blessed so far to have only had really good you know interactions with people I haven't had any of those the you know stuff that you hear people say like that they go through. I haven't had any of that I, and I feel really blessed to have had you know built the relationships that I have online and so for whatever reason but I mean, when people want to pick something apart, they, they will. And you see it happen all the time. And so sometimes, you know, you still, I'm still fighting that battle daily of like, do I say this? Because if somebody's, you know, well, am I going to offend this person? If I say like, I did an episode about, you know, Dallas was a surprise baby. I uh -huh. He was not in the blend. And I, was like, well, I don't want to, you know, I have a lot of friends that are, you know, struggling with infertility or, um, have had miscarriages, you know, miscarriages or whatever. And I'm like, you know, here I am with these three beautiful, healthy babies. And here I am like about to do a whole episode complaining about how it was inconvenient. And again, a, a close friend was like, just do it here. Like people know your heart. People know that you, that that's not a dig towards them. Um, but this is your story. Like your story doesn't negate what somebody else went through. And, and, and that, and I think that's a worth of conversation. Like, everybody that gets pregnant isn't always happy to be pregnant you know mm -hmm. like we got to talk through that we got to have these conversations so ultimately it's just digging in and and really being comfortable in yourself in sharing your whatever your story is so yeah yeah what would you say and this is my the last question what would you say to somebody listening right now and they know they've got some things on the inside of them that they could be sharing, but have been feeling afraid, have been feeling unsure, what would you say to them? Oh, that's a good question. Well, I have an episode of a podcast called Sis, Just Do It. <laughs> and so I really just think, I know it sounds so trite and so simple, um, but that's it. Like we talked about earlier, just making that decision. And honestly, even if you don't do it, if you can't do it for yourself, 
think about all the people that aren't being blessed by you holding back and you not sharing the gifts that God is giving you. Like how many people are not being healed because you're not opening up and you're not saying something. And again, so if you can't do it for yourself, then think about who, you know, the other people that you could be blessing. But anytime I've done something and in my mind, I'm like, well, I'm going to do this because I might be blessing somebody else. I am so blessed um, in myself. Again, it's therapy for me to like, to be in my gift and to, to, to give that back to God and know that I'm not looking for anything other than to sing his, to, to talk about his glory and how great he is and how this is really just my gift back to him, um, brings me so much joy and so much peace. And like, honestly, <clears throat> as a mom, like, it's funny now my kids, like, so I'm on year two of mommy on the move. And now the kids are, my younger ones are getting older. So now they're understanding. And so my youngest, he'll like, we'll find him in the corner, like recording, like, and now here comes mommy on the move. <laughs> <laughs> or like Dre will listen to that podcast episodes in the car with the kids sometimes. And so for them to even see me as like, when I had to go do the speaking engagement, they woke up and they were like, oh, mommy has to go to work today, which I thought was just really cool that they see it as work. You know, and I kept kind of like downplaying it like, oh, I just, you know, it's just this or whatever. And to see them proud of me, to see my husband proud of me, like, because I'm doing something that I love to do. And it really, truly radiates from me that I'm so happy. Um, that is more than enough reason. Like, do what's going to make you happy. Like, we have spent so much of our day, you know, doing things that we have to do. Do something that you love to do. And it will love you back up tenfold. So, bitch, just do it. I don't know. That's all I got. <laughs> and that's good enough. Love it. So, where can we find you online? Where can we listen to your podcast? Give us all the information. Um, so on Instagram, I am and Facebook, I am at Mommy on the Move. Um, the podcast can be found wherever you listen to podcasts by the same name, Mommy on the Move. And check it out. I've got some new episodes um, that I've dropped. I've got a couple more coming up. We're still in a whole pandemic. And every week I'm like, okay, this is going to be the last episode because I'm tired and I'm, you know, I don't have anything else to talk about. And then somehow, some way, I get dragged into doing another one. So who knows when this season will end? Uh, may hopefully, when this dramatic season of 2020 ends, then I can end the podcast. <laughs> but, but, right. Uh, yes. So there, uh, like I said, anywhere you can you listen to podcasts: uh, Apple, Spotify, um, Anchor, wherever you listen to podcasts, I am available. I love it. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule. I don't take that lightly. And I just wish you the best in everything that you do and keep doing what you do. Same to you. I'm so I'm, I'm watching you from a distance too and super proud to know you. And uh, again, just honored to share this space with you. So thank you for having me. I, I appreciate you. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> All right, you all, between this week and last week, Mommy on the Move has given us such powerful information and direction as it relates to understanding the power of your own story and the power of your voice and also finding your identity and your self-worth even outside of some of the family or life roles that you play. Not only that, the importance of rest and self-care and having a tribe of people around you that help you to stay focused and understand your worth. So my question to you is now what are you going to do? 
because we've gotten all this good information. But if we don't execute, if we don't implement, then to be honest with you, it means nothing. So I want you to, and I want you to do this sooner rather than later, sit down and come up with at least one action item, something that you are going to do in response to all this information that you've been hearing. Because remember, it's not the information that changes us. It's the implementation. It's the actual carrying out of the things that we know and we learn. Okay. Today's episode is brought to you by Virtual Speakers Bootcamp. Virtual Speakers Bootcamp is my high-level six-week coaching intensive that gives professionals, entrepreneurs, speakers, and leaders who struggle to connect with online audiences, tools and strategies to communicate with confidence and engage virtual audiences time and time again. Students get a deep dive into content such as storytelling, virtual presence, how to structure your talk, and confident delivery. If you're looking to enhance your virtual communication skills and on-camera presence right away, visit kellydparker.com and apply today. That's kellydparker.com forward slash virtual dash speakers with an S dash bootcamp and apply today. Thanks so much for joining me. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Confident Speaker Podcast. If you found this content valuable, make sure you subscribe and leave a review to help others join the Confident Speaker family. Thanks again and see you next time.